0: for one welcome our new gentlemen overlords
1: who 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 that's a team i can work with i love it i love bringing people together how are we doing hey everybody welcome to the gentlemen overlords i'm andrew
2: i'm max i'm robert
1: guys let's get into it let's talk actually i wanna i want to shout out panda <laughs> express real quick i went to panda express well. this afternoon for lunch
0: Okay. The, have- you were like, I want some authentic Chinese food.
1: Hey, you're going to even. It- I got the plant based Beyond orange chicken. Oh. They had a buy one, get one free deal going on. So I was like, I'm going to take advantage of this.
0: You're like, I thought of my old pal Robert. I'll drop one off on his porch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they ran out of, of the Beyond before I got there.
0: Ah, and they so, just gave you the real stuff, huh? Yeah.
1: So, and you're like,
0: you're this good. Why am I being an idiot? Not eating the beyond or the regular? <laughs> so the lady
1: at the counter said, um, "You know, we're, so we're out here, and we can't we can't make it because we're out out. Like it's not just that we're out in the thing; like we're out of all of it. So the manager had gone before I got there. He had gone to another Panda Express nearby to pick up more Beyond Orange Chicken. I think specifically for me." And I felt like such a jerk. But she was like, It's gonna be like ten minutes, do you mind? And I was just like, No, I that's that's totally fine. So she the manager went, got the Beyond Orange chicken from another location, cooked it, and then like said, Hey, I've got your order. I also packed in some extra Beyond Orange chicken for you. They offered me like a free drink. They offered me like a ton of stuff. They're just like, Do you want your do you want like some spring rolls to tide you over? And I was just like, No, it's okay. You're you're fine. So
2: Damn it sounds like you were you were the first person to go to Panda Express in in quite a few years or something they were just like <laughs> waiting for you to show desperate desperate to get
1: me I was I was just I was very pleased with with the uh, the service they went the extra mile and uh wow Panda Express <laughs> <laughs> This is
2: this is a good way to roll in the uh sponsorship
0: Yeah I'm I mean it is it's a weird way to tell the listeners that we finally have Panda Express as a partner yeah. but uh, I mean,
1: authentic Chinese food for less. Panda Express. It <laughs> even rhymed. Uh, all right, let's do some movies we've seen. Rocky by Panda <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. (laughs)
1: Something breakfast. Movies we've seen. Robert, uh, hit us with some movies you've seen. And I hope they're authentically Chinese, like my lunch.
0: Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. I watched uh, Eep Man. Yes. Um, Oh, I got to watch that. Pretty sure that was Chinese. Had Chinese people in it? Okay. You did it, Robert. You did it. Um, I watched uh, the Amityville Horror was on a television as they call mm. it, uh, at a bar I was at. So I was watching that, finished it up at home. Uh, uh, Thanos' dad, uh, uh, fucking, what's James his name? <laughs> James Roland, Thank you. Incredible hair in that movie. I wish, I'm growing my hair out a little bit. I wish I could get, get hair there? anywhere close to his mop. Are you looking this up, Max?
2: I did not realize that uh, Josh That's Brolin a- daddy acting dead oh that's okay. true
0: nepotism oh, we hate he, it in hollywood <laughs> nothing good has ever come of it
2: he has been around for a
0: while he sure has uh but do you are you looking at the mop itself no what
2: okay so what amityville Amity- horror
0: james brolin and tell me that aren't tell me that aren't he, luscious locks <laughs> beautiful wow
1: i prefer his hair in light year honestly
0: mm, oh yeah um so watch that uh watched uh the kingsman secret service the first movie still maintain that it, it's one of those movies that over time like i i do still enjoy elements of it but it's got a like edgeness like a it's got like a it's got like an internet edge lordiness now yeah. that i'm not as like i don't vibe as much with yeah. hey hey a couple years ago all about it but um I still like it and ultimately I kinda like the initiation uh kind of portions and the stuff like leading into it. Except of course, the fucked up part where spoiler alert, they asked them to kill the dog that they've been training. Messed up. But big props to the uh the main guy in the movie, Eggsy, who declines to do so. So I like that about it. Oh, while that is a different and I'm looking at a picture of it Max sent me from uh and, and yeah, he, he does look like Christian Bale. He does.
2: He looks. At, there's a picture here where uh, where Josh Brolin's dad. When Josh Brolin gets, Roland gets, gets wet, wet,
0: he look he tra- <laughs> he evolves into Christian Bale.
2: He looks exactly like Christian Bale in that that like. It's I
0: surprising he did him. instead of uh, Ryan Reynolds. They should have had Christian Bale do the remake. Hang on,
1: you're gonna get my real time reaction. My uh, Firefox lo- icon is bouncing. Wow. Right. Yeah, you're right. This man is. He's gonna bail that's me a, out of a, of a predicament. This is that's Christian Bale.
2: This is like some weird time crossing action. That's so strange.
0: Can't
1: I know wait for that movie, weird time crossing action.
0: <laughs> um. So, Annieville, We're still chatting about the hair in that Bale movie, Bale and
1: Bowen but... in weird time crossing action.
0: Let's and get uh, them together. And Kingsman. Um. And then I don't think I remember. I don't think I mentioned. I, I think I talked about. Um, doing some Nicolas Cage movies uh, an episode or two ago on the main line and um we finished it up with Con Air did I you, did you I talk Con about Air. that? Yeah. We did talk about that? Okay, cool. Just making sure. Um the other one I rewatched and I enjoyed, I don't remember if you guys I feel like you guys have seen it or maybe one of you, uh Bernie with Jack Black.
1: I haven't seen that.
0: It's a uh, Richard Linklater movie. I I voted for that. Um, for that movie. for office <laughs> max vote for a candidate not like a fucking oh i see what you're doing bernie the mittens guy he's catching yeah. up he's catching
1: the mittens yeah, guy got...
0: <laughs> the guy who's who famously makes mittens yeah yeah um bernie is jack black he's kind of um an effeminate uh funeral parlor director in texas and is very attentive to the older ladies when their spouses passed away, as far as like giving them gifts and checking in on them and stuff. It's never like fully implied that like, I don't think he's uh, chasing them down. I just think he's a very, I do think he's a, he's a kind man and people assume that he's either gay or is maybe attracted to older ladies, but it's never more than that. than just kind of a, a friendship sort of a thing. I am familiar with
1: the cover of the movie. I will say.
2: And does he have a hairstyle that's fairly similar to that Christian Bale photo that
0: <laughs> I sent? Yeah. This this is the kind of theme um, that I had going was like all interesting sort of hairstyles in these movies. Um, no, it's, it's a, it becomes sort of a, not really a murder mystery. There is a fatality because of Bernie and it's this interesting kind of, because um, it's based on a true story and a true person Uh the town almost being so enamored with Bernie and so against the woman that he was correctly accused of murdering that they didn't even think they could get a fair trial, but in the yeah. opposite direction then usually occurs normally as someone is like this guy's guilty and like they will, you know, the public opinion has already swayed to them being in jail forever opposite. In this case where everyone was like, okay, like people are literally walking up to the other, the defender and being like, or the uh, prosecutor and being like, Okay, he admitted that he murdered her, but like is that so bad? Like he's he's a good guy. Like it's wild. Um highly recommend checking it out though. It's an amazing performance from Jack Black and um and uh featuring a cameo from Matthew McConaughey's mom.
1: I thought you were going to say a cameo from him cuz he's on the cover for the movie too and I was like, wow, that's a stretch. If you put him on the on the cover and he's got a cameo. Mhm. Um I sort of assumed based on the timing of the release of the movie that it was about Bernie Madoff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that.
1: Cause just calling it Bernie made me kind of be like, Oh, it must be about this man who's kind of in the news. Maybe not at that time, but had not been that long like how he came, came to be. Yeah. How you've got it wrong about Bernie Madoff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh I mentioned Conair Bernie. Well, the last one was the other Linklater movie, which was, uh, Dazed and Confused. You mm. guys seen that in a bit? Nope. No, not in a while. Uh, another, it's good. Another and... good
1: cameo from Matthew McConaughey's mother,
0: right? Exactly. And see, it's all tied together. Um, no, we, we watched that with, uh, Jamie's sister Valerie and she had never seen it. And at one point was like, does this movie have like a plot? Because it is very much like, disparate groups of people on the last day of school just kind of like doing their thing. But she was like, no, I like it. Like, I'm just asking if there's sort of like this, if it's all going to come together or not. And it it ultimately these people's paths cross uh, the party at the end of the movie. But I do like that. It's sort of chaotic. And yeah, it's basically, I think it's 1969 is the year, all these kids just graduating. And then some of them also initiating the freshmen in for the next year. And apparently the town is aware of it and lets it happen and um it's really fun i feel like it's worth revisiting or or checking out for the first time if you guys haven't seen it um, i feel like i have you, but i don't uh, really remember every time
1: you bring up valerie i'm gonna start um playing a. Uh...
0: well i can't hear it but i'm assuming it's a valerie song is it call on me yeah yeah <laughs> It's not for me, but sometimes the audio doesn't come through on the pod, but I, you know what? I trust you to have it ready in post.
1: (laughs) Great. Well, that's it for me doing a joke. (laughs) Uh,
2: I don't think I've seen Dazed and Confused, but the movies that I, or the movie that I did watch was Willow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I um, was going to get started watching the TV show. And figured I should go back and watch the movie. Jenny did not remember a whole lot from the movie. Went back and watched it. Uh, I think it's still very, very enjoyable. Um, yeah, it, it. There are a lot of things in there that seem ripped directly from Lord of the Rings. Um, and scenes that like w- that that remind me a ton of the movies. Which I mean, I know they're based on the books, so it probably was just that uh, they took a lot of stuff from the books, put it in Willow, and then because they were from the books, they ended up in the Lord of the Rings movies. But like, there's a uh, witch, nymph woman in the forest that was a lot like Galadriel, I feel like. And there's like a, a scene where they're running, there are these horses running past and they hide. In these bushes, and it's a lot like when the uh ring wraiths are out running past them. Mm -hmm. A lot of like just uh, a fellowship of people walking through a forest and stuff like that. Uh, small people uh meeting up with wizards. And I mean, I guess some of that's just standard, but a lot of it like uh stuck out to me. They even have like the the two uh, the the good wizard. And the evil wizard who are like fighting each other in the tower and pushing uh one up against the wall using like uh, their staffs and stuff like that just, just like levitating them against the wall which happened in lord of the rings it's it's weird but i kind of i wonder how much of that is just like how much of that is them ripping on the uh like george lucas or whatever grabbing from uh George Lucas, Ron Howard grabbing from the Lord of the Rings and how much of that is Peter Jackson doing a little bit of tribute to Willow. Probably not so much of that. <laughs> but maybe. I don't know. He could be a fan. Willow is pretty awesome, I think.
1: It's also like because the Lord of the Rings is so seminal and like has been around for so long that it's hard to like not imagine that it just sort of influences through accident like so mm-hmm. much fantasy stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but good stuff. Uh, it's got Val Kilmer.
0: It's got I mean, Warwick Davis. My wife's favorite, so. There you go, yeah. You should check out uh, Willow. I don't like that. I mean, he is, uh, Mad Mardigan is canceled for using, I'm not going to use the word, but the P word for uh, the little people in the movie, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember it, do you? And
2: you know what? Maybe that makes you. A I better just want man. You to say the the P word. I just watched it. I remember the P word. He, they call him. He
0: calls them Pecs, but that's yeah, like derogatory. Over and guys. over and over again. And He's Andrew, you'll bleep one. that. I trust because <laughs> I know in post you're always going to put that down. And but, now that I have <laughs> you
1: saying it, I'm just going to put it in every bit of this, like every sentence you say. You're going to say.
0: <laughs> just like going on a racist, yeah. tirade.
2: I, I mean, does it? That's just a, a fantasy derogatory term, correct?
0: Yes, 100%. I wasn't okay. accusing. <laughs> you never know. I wouldn't have said it if it was a real thing. Okay. Well,
2: I know that I have said the term when speaking of uh, Tuscan Raiders, I've used the term uh, sand people, which apparently is a derogatory term that George Lucas just grabbed and used in the movie uh, for Tuscan Raiders. So...
0: Well, I always call them nat- native tattooeiners. So thank you very much.
2: Uh, yeah. I yeah, there are some weird things like that that really flew. They, there weren't any like standards that they had to pass before they like, put a movie out. Uh, a lot of things could fly, so I wasn't sure if Peck might. Especially have been the Raven
0: something. Witch and Willow.
2: I'm confused. <laughs>
0: a lot of things could fly.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Ah, ha, ha. Are
0: we talking about Willow or what?
2: <laughs> oh, that was another thing. So, uh, yeah, oh. the witch, witch get ter- gets turned into a crow slash raven, right? And is flying. And uh, and she says, you fools fly, like, or go this way, you fools. <laughs> As the crow she flies. Or oh, my
0: name isn't Gandalf.
1: <laughs> Did you hear hey. me? My name isn't Gandalf. And then wink at the camera.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Look how the Galbrog is coming, and it's like a big ice monster. It's Galbrog. like, huh? Kind of <laughs> different, I
2: guess. You guys should check it out. See if you see some of the same similarities. But like, I've checked it. I love Willow. I've checked it out. And ha- but like, have you noticed any of the the Lord of the Rings? Or am no. I making that up? <laughs> wow, I think those are totally separate properties that have zero connective tissue. I'm are so sorry. Even- I even looked it up to see if, like, maybe... The brownies,
0: hmm, they're only a little bit smaller than Hobbits, and isn't that interesting?
2: (laughs) I I looked up to see if they had lost the rights and had to, like, uh, you know, just change the name and and tweak a few things, but basically make the same movie they were already planning on making. But I couldn't find any evidence, so whatever. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I think of the Willow movie. Andrew, have you seen anything?
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i watched mean girls just the other night sort of a fun get in the watch. car
0: loser we're gonna review mean girls
1: uh, sort of a fun watch but uh boy do a lot of jokes in that movie not age well at all yeah Uh-oh. do they say peck <laughs> <Yeah>, it every <laughs> it's uh yeah it's gretchen wiener's new word she she ditches fetch really early and goes into peck, peck
2: is <laughs> never gonna happen <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're you know, like, actually, and actually, it was an old word for yeah. this very heroic race that you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't be disparaging. Regina
1: George says, "In fact, Peck is gonna happen." <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny, but it is a yeah, a lot of stuff in that movie is not aged well, including like the two uh, I, I believe they're Korean girls who are like fighting over the the gym teacher. And, like, one of them just, you know, like, because it was so funny for people to use the N-word who weren't black in the early 2000s. Like, one of them says, N-word please, to the other one. And it's just like, oh, boy, that joke is not good, guys. So, just some, you know, you can hear Lauren behind camera. Now, what do you think about the 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 young Korean girl using the N-word?
0: What if we put a peck in here? <laughs>
1: Lindsay, what do you think about falling into a garbage can? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a movie of its time. Jokes have not aged well, but there's still some good of stuff. Of its very
0: it. recent time,
1: <laughs> right? You have to admit, you have to admit, man, this is a really different time. It was man. a
0: different time several years ago, right? <laughs> it's all it's these, older like, than that, but I know.
1: But like all these actresses are still like current, semi-young actresses, current too. and working. And yeah. yes, yeah.
0: But um, well, really, this should be dead for their crimes (laughs) (laughs) the
1: bus should have killed regina um so yeah i don't know didn't it didn't age well but i'm not surprised by that either and then we watched toy story 3 on tv the other night hell yeah that is a it's great movie still a rough watch even uh 12 years later uh knowing every beat that's gonna happen and everything that happens in that movie it's still a tough watch in certain spots and really tugs at the heartstrings in some certain places, but boy is it good. And Lotso, one of the worst villains in movie history.
0: He's a son of a gun.
1: He's a son of a gun. So, that's it for movies, guys. Let's talk about some TV shows.
0: TV shows we've seen. (laughs) We've seen
1: Robert, do you got any TV shows?
0: You know, I don't think I have any. Sorry, there was some sort of, uh, I was trying to check my notes. Some company, was, like research company was calling me. I have no idea what's going on. Sign up for it. Yeah, whatever it we'll is. Do. You'll thank me. You'll thank me later. Um, you know what? I might. I might not have any other TV that I've seen since. I was thinking thank about, you. and I don't normally do this, and we'll probably talk about it, you know, end of... Uh, very end of the month or probably early next year, um, kind of like our best and worst of uh, movies and television. So not a, a show I am watching currently, but I'm thinking if I have to name a worst uh, TV show that I watched,
1: Whoa, a sneak peek, everybody. Uh, it's probably Halo.
0: Ooh. wow! Ooh. That- uh, and I watched the whole thing. Uh, that, I feel like, I don't even know if it's like close in the same way, but like that and Cowboy Bebop were, were bad. The Netflix one. I never watched Um, Cowboy
1: Bebop. I just, I completely forgot it existed. Different,
0: different kinds of adaptations. And I think that it's, I think Cowboy Bebop is more frustrating because I think they got, they nailed some things. Like, I think like the jet actor was perfect. And I think like, there's like aesthetically some really good stuff going on. But
2: Cowboy Bebop was
0: this year? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure it feels so long ago it does i know i'm almost certain it's this year
1: i um, like, i having not seen it i also i think i think it was last year was um, it um, 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 late last year is november last year
0: oh so maybe the episode maybe it ended in this year
1: it all or came did out all, once as netflix bro
0: oh i fucked up okay well halo
2: title <laughs> is yours sol- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> solid win I remember watching that episode and all of us not liking it and then YouTube continuing to watch it over and (laughs) over again. Still not liking
0: it. (laughs) Over and over again. (laughs) Like every week we talk about it again. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Halo was just like, and I I think I said when I talked about my uh, thoughts on it on some previous episodes that like, I don't have, I don't have this like, the lore of Halo in my in my heart like yeah. they have got to do a great job like there's you can go a lot of different directions with it and it's like you got master chief and that you put in the weapons and the covenant and the halo and you do that and you just you and you can come up with something good <laughs> the first game has like a pretty fun concept there's an attack on the ship that's an exciting opening episode you could do he crash lands on halo and then slowly meets back up with the remnants of his army and has to discover what the hell's going on this one is like Spoiler alert, they don't reveal, like, the Halo until, like, the last episode. The dang, dang name of the show! Dang, and, um, uh, it was just really disappointing. The characters did really dumb stuff. Uh, talk about also, like, the comparison to Mandalorian, because it's, like, this famous, like, uh, helmeted, helmeted character. Yeah. But he couldn't keep his helmet on to save his life. He Even in situations his... where, like, the Covenant were like, we're about to shoot you! And he's like, better take this helmet Hang off on, like this. yeah. And, It's like, it's wild to me. There's a part where, like, I think he puts his helmet on to go on a drive and then immediately takes it off when they get there. And it's like, stop. Like, what if someone shot at you? Like, that's all it would take. And as someone who would, hey, snipe a couple folks across the battlefield when I was playing Halo. You're asking for it, John Spartan. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, not good. Uh, So this is just a sneaky way of me trying to get some sort of TV content into this segment that I didn't actually... Rewatch, but hey, you know, maybe I should give it a, another shot.
2: Over and over again. <laughs>
1: uh Max, what about you?
2: Uh well, since we spoke last, I watched an episode of White Lotus. Hey. Uh, yeah. This it's it's getting really tense. They it, at the beginning of each season, they introduce a dead body without explaining who it is. And then like skip to the pre like three weeks ago or whatever, and then go through the season, not really referencing that again, but just having it loom over everything that happens. And um normally I don't like that three weeks ago, kind of crap put into a movie. Um But in this case, I think it works and it really heightens tension. And uh yeah, getting towards the end, I think, episode six out of probably eight, but I don't know exactly. Could be 10, but things are, things are getting, things are heating up. I gotta say, and I recommend it. Everyone should watch White Lotus.
0: I'm sort of like walking. I'm like the, there's a meme online of like women are watching shows sometimes and the husbands are like passing through the, the living room. And then like, it's like the evolution of them eventually kind of like sitting on the edge of the couch and being like, Oh, okay. And then like coming back and being like, Oh, you started the episode without me. What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> so I'm not in quite. I'm not like that level. But I've been hearing the people like the second season. It seems more interesting to me than the first season. Love Aubrey Plaza. Love some of the other cast uh, in there. The I I forget the Sopranos actor, but it's fun to see him in there. Especially that three generations thing seems uh-huh. fun. Um, Imperio so I'm,
1: is that his last name?
0: Uh, or maybe. Um, but 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 my point being uh, it's sort of like I'm. I'm sort of like contact high, like being like, "So right, White Lotus was good, huh?" But like, I'm I'm not actually watching it. So,
2: did you watch the first season?
0: No, I didn't. I I knew, you know what I knew about White Lotus first season was what? the two girls with like the withering looks looking at, uh, the woman in the pool or whatever. Like they're reading books, uh-huh. and they're kind of like they're kind of like talking down to her and being kind of like bitches to her. Uh-huh. Um, and that's like what I knew about it was that meme.
2: Okay. Period. I so, don't know the mean. Ha, yeah. Thank you, Michael and Michael? Okay. And it also um, has uh a guy that shows up in everything. The guy that I just watched Mystic Quest. Oh, I I didn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched one episode of Mystic Quest. Uh I didn't love it. It wasn't terrible, but I didn't love it. But it has this same guy uh his who plays uh Michael's dad in this one. He was a uh, in he he played Cal Kestis's uh, the <laughs> Jedi that he follows in the uh, Jedi Fallen Order.
0: Are you talking about um,
1: F. Murray Abraham? F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, F. Murray
2: yes. Abraham. That's the guy from Amadeus. From Amadeus. From uh, I'd say from you know Cal yeah.
0: Kestis's dad or whatever. I'd say most
1: famously from uh, *Mystic Quest*.
2: Yeah. From yeah. I think so. Also has Ashley Birch from Hey Ash, what Whatcha Playing? And uh, the voice of uh, Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. So uh, the any-
1: voice in the
0: eventual movie. Oh, you
1: mean that hideous girl with the hair on her face from Horizon Dawn? Ugh! Ugh. Sick!
0: <laughs> they didn't learn how to take- get rid of peach fuzz in your tribe?
2: Uh, but, uh, Robert, I'm confused because you were talking about White Lotus, you're saying season two is better than season one. Had you that heard? what anything? I was like.
0: I was hearing people. I I basically am hearing more. Scuttled, Have you heard but... anything
2: bad about season one?
0: Uh, just I I I just I just I, I guess I feel like there is more talk about this season than there was the first okay. season. So not necessarily lo- that the first one was bad, but the, the I, this I one loved
2: is... season one. I think it was like the the best thing that came out. That was the first time hearing about it but anyway yeah i I definitely recommend watching white lotus season two is great i wasn't sure if they would be able to continue it uh like you know like it seemed kind of tied to that resort that they were at but yeah i was curious about that too and i for
0: some reason i thought that jennifer coolidge was the only character that was crossing over but according to my wife there are other other people that sure that go between
2: as far as i know there's like one other main but maybe I'm wrong. maybe I'm missing something I just but, like
0: I, I guess I just liked the idea to myself that Jennifer Coolidge is like going to all these places and and a murder occurs like murder she wrote
2: I, th- I mean that's basically what it is if they can if it continues into season three, we'll see um and the other t v show that I watched was willow Wow. <laughs> I started started the Willow t v show I haven't watched it yet so far, I'm liking it good it's i mean it's uh got its ups and downs but uh so far i dig it and uh i think warwick davis is hilarious uh i think he's doing a good job and it's it's cool to see how they've continued on some things and i think you know who who they've been able to bring back and uh how they continue the story how the the new generation that they're bringing in and and stuff. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Hopefully, it's going to be uh, interesting and continue on with some of the cool, fun stuff uh, from the movie. How nice. about you, Andrew? You seen any TV shows?
1: I watched a three-part uh, documentary on Peacock called "Dangerous Breed: Crime, Cons, and Cats." Whoa! Which is <clears throat> a uh, documentary on professional wrestler Teddy Hart. And it it starts as a documentary about Teddy Hart. It quickly becomes a missing persons documentary because at a certain point, Teddy meets this woman named Samantha, takes Samantha to Florida, and then Samantha disappears. Teddy is a... an eccentric guy and a pretty dangerous guy. Um, He's... uh, had a, a history of abusing partners and being a not an easy guy to be around with even as wrestlers. People don't like him. He keeps getting opportunities because he is a he is in the Hart family, which is a famous wrestling family.
2: Okay. So this is real. This is not a
1: a, a storyline, no, this is a very real, very real story. Okay. okay. Um so yeah, he uh basically <laughs> There was there was talk that he was going to make like some sort of comeback, sort of uh soon. Your wife's behind you, Robert. <laughs> she's she's fine. She doesn't have to like <laughs> she, she escape she like she's a boom mic holder trying to get out of the shot.
0: I, it's all good. I I told her ahead of time, but
1: um, yeah, he's a. It, it sounded like there was some scuttle that he was going to get another shot, and then this like rumors of this documentary came out, and it he became like untouchable to promoters. Wow. So um like it was basically like don't book him until this comes out because he's gonna be uh radioactive. So in radioactive he, yeah, <laughs> <he's> come, <laughs> Um It's yeah it's it's very interesting. He's a hard person to watch for like three hours and Uh, luckily like the majority of the footage is of the documentarian who himself is kind of the kind of the main character because he's like i'm not sure that like he's trying to straw he's trying to like like balance what was he just filming and how much of it is he actually kind of responsible for because he's got all this footage of them together there's some theories that they wouldn't have met if he was not the star of his own reality show. Like they were filming for a reality show for Teddy. And so he's like, how much of this is on me? Like I was filming this, this wouldn't have happened if I hadn't pitched a TV show. So like he has all this footage. He's trying to like see if, cause now she's been missing for years, mm-hmm. but he's like, maybe like the footage can help like find her because like, she has like a sister that's in Canada and like kids that she left behind. They would like to know what happened to their sister and mother. So it's just like, maybe, you know, like she disappeared and like, maybe this can help find her. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's not a fun documentary. Mm-mm. And, uh, yeah. Teddy's a bad guy. So that was a, uh, yeah. was not the funnest thing to watch. So
2: shit, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately he's one of those people again, because of his name, he continues to get opportunities, but it kind of feels like this might be the, the last, the last straw. So hopefully, I mean, at the end of it, the, the documentarian is like, do I think he killed her? No, I don't. But do I think that he has some culpability and probably knows what happened to her? I do. And he's being very cagey about it. And he's one of those people who like, he's He's clearly like bipolar in certain, you know, in some way, like there's, there's just, he flips his personality so much that there has to be something kind of clinical going on with him that he's just not addressing. But he just like, he's like, well, how do you fucking know I had something to do with it? Or, well, you know, just like he throws it back in people's faces whenever he's confronted. So it's, it's, yeah, it's frustrating. But um, anyways, let's talk about something a, a little more cheery, hopefully,
2: a little uh, more. The
1: 2009 mega hit Avatar. Do you want to my Avatar? She's a star, and she's than reality by far. Wanna D- avatar, James Cameron's avatar. avatar, starring Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, Stephen Lang, Michelle Rodriguez, Sigourney Weaver. And the nerdy guy from Dodgeball.
0: <laughs> Don't forget Giovanni Rabisi. <laughs>
1: Giovanni Rabisi. <clears throat> um, I had never seen this movie before. Oh. It's the first time I'd seen it. Um, before we get into spoilery stuff, I mean, whatever. This movie's been out for 13 years now. Um, yeah, but I mean,
0: like, if people weren't on on board, I mean, they might be watching it for the first time leading up to sure. the sequel.
1: Um. Would you guys recommend people log on to Disney Plus and watch Avatar? I would. You would.
2: I would. I would say find the extended version that has the ponytail lovemaking. i
0: heard about this.
2: Yeah, they took a scene out that's about 0.2 seconds. It's (laughs) weird that they took it out. (laughs) Apparently... Uh, apparently, it was only in the extended version which played in theaters. It's the one that I saw, but I was like, I remember this being a little bit different, and it's like you get to see in real time stuff.
0: people trying to Mandela affect you, yeah,
2: yeah, it
1: happened.
0: It like, happened but it was never it never originally happened and now they're <laughs> saying it did happen but only in the version that people saw before it was when it was taken from Disney Plus put in theaters and then put back on Disney Plus. So.
2: Uh yeah, yeah, that that's why they took it off of Disney Plus for a while. Mate, Not hey. because they're money-grubbing shitheads but because they just wanted to change well, that. Well, they stream. have
0: Avatar right now, so I I don't want to hear any of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah, I had never seen this before, so it was a I've never seen I I didn't get Uh, swept up in Avatar Fever I I
0: am curious though I know you're about to kind of give some general thoughts but like what was did you have like what were your your notions going in like what culturally did you know about it or through friends or people that had seen it like did you think like oh the people I know like that have seen it like it or it's people make fun of it or it really didn't leave a lot of impact for people or what did you
1: I'd say like a mix of all three like I know people who like it I know people who make fun of it. And then like, for me, I would say that like, for what it was at the time in 2009, which was in 2010, which is this like huge, like cultural thing. Like they were selling 3d TVs based on avatar. Like it didn't last. Like 3d TVs did not really become much of a thing, but for like that brief amount of time, they did try to change technology based on a movie. So, like, I for that to have happened and for it to relatively have as little cultural impact as it does, like, every once in a while, somebody will mention a Na'vi, and, like, I keep, you know, like, um I keep hearing people saying that they think the second movie's gonna do, like, gangbusters, and, like, it might, but I'm also, like, I, don't I mean, he, I'm
0: putting my money on it, doing crazy money. But. I
1: just don't like. I just don't hear people talking about Avatar in any like meaningful way that makes me think like this is going to do like I. I it, is even, there
0: another movie that is like very big that you feel like you're not hearing about personally, but like might still also be like. I just feel like that's a symptom of media having so much so many different things that like there's just whole fandoms that i never know about and it does seem like the avatar stuff hasn't been super vocal in all the years it's been out but i also kind of like don't deny that like it was such a huge movie that like it did resonate with people it's just like it is it does seem odd that it doesn't seem to be like prevalent the same way as like Mad Max Fury Road or like other sort of like I don't know it's it's a weird sort of conundrum well, but Fury, I but I am also on board with it
1: so. Fury Road also didn't really have much of a cultural impact until like a bit after it came out like it was not sure. like I don't think the lead up to Fury Road was like a oh my god you know you have to see this movie when it comes out I guess like I'm sort of I would not be surprised to find that Avatar 2 has sort of the same landing as like jurassic world where like mm. it's like a it's Oof. like a decently like received thing but it doesn't like like it didn't land like jurassic park did
2: do not do not bet against james cameron no yeah, one was talking about that that's kind of my whole vibe. titanic came out and no one was talking about avatar before avatar came out but everyone was after it they came out that's like, that. that's what we're waiting for. Sure. This has been, this has been over a decade since the last one uh, was here. And that's why no one's talking about it. I think, uh, I mean, I guess they've come out with a trailer and nobody's really getting on that, but I feel like once it comes out, it's going to be that weird thing where I don't know why, I don't know why James Cameron has this effect on everyone, but everyone's, gotta see it for whatever reason either like morbid curiosity i think a lot of people thought you know like i'm hearing bad things about avatar i'm gonna go see you know if it doesn't live up to the hype and and then you have that other subsection that they trick says james it's, cameron it's they're like well, uh, if you
0: really release it in theaters uh we'll go see it <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> i think avatar 2 is gonna come out twice <laughs> <laughs> Big flop both times. I do. Two, I did it's, wonder it's that about Jurassic the,
0: I did wonder that about the re-release of the first one. If that counts towards the box office total of the original release or not, or if that doesn't get counted the same way because they, or if they added scenes, so it doesn't count. Like I, you know what I mean. Like I just have no idea how that actually like affects up, totals.
2: Uh, I guess I don't know. This one wasn't actually like an extend. An like, can you, you say, like, like say, can you say like? Can you say like
0: this is all money going b- towards that total box office of Avatar? Can he like surpass movies? You know after the fact because of that i have no idea but that son of a gun i don't put it past him
2: yeah i think he's gonna do it huh
0: um yeah we we'll yeah, talked about the general stuff but i'm so i'm i'm interested i mean do we want to get into it
1: well i would nah. like to i would like to say my thoughts real quick the non-spoilery thoughts is i do think it's a sir it's a good science fiction movie i I'm not surprised based on how sweeping some of the and beautiful, like truly beautiful some of the shots are, that people were like, oh my God, this is so, like, it's so gorgeous. I think the story's, like, fine, right? Like, I, it's, they're not, like, breaking new ground, but it's pretty, it's it's
0: familiar. (laughs) And I think people, like, name check a lot of movies that it feels similar to. But I also feel like it's doing enough new stuff that it, it it works on its own, in my opinion.
1: I will say there are also certain parts of the movie that look like when I when, and when I say this, I mean, like the shots in the Navi are good and still look good. But like like a lot of movies that have come out like more recently than Avatar, the CGI has not aged very well in some of these shots as well. And so I was watching and being like, "Ooh, that doesn't look very good. Like particularly when there's a lot of them together, it looks very cartoony and weird. Versus, like sometimes when they do like a close-up shot of like Sully's face, that's
0: the best stuff. Is when it <laughs> yeah. really is like focused on a single character. Yeah, it looks or something.
1: really good. But then, like when it's like three of them moving around, you're like, I this is too. They're also CGI. like CGI.
0: It's this weird disconnect too of like the they're not supposed to look completely human. There's less gravity. They're long, kind of like skinny, spindly kind of creatures, but that's are still way very
2: too, way too skinny.
0: Yeah. I was looking for like the big a uh, big avatar, but there was none of them.
1: I also appreciate that on this moon in Alpha Centauri, that they also have been taught shame, so that the women do wear like stuff over their chests, just barely, just yeah, just barely. But enough. I did so forget.
0: That, I did forget about that. That like uh, they're pr- very almost pretty much nude. In fact, it looks weirder when the avatars are wearing clothes, like in right? the human base. Yeah,
1: but the women do have shame and dignity and and cover up mm-hmm, as, they should, as they should, as they should. Um, yeah, so, let's get into the movie. Avatar. Who wants to start?
0: Uh. I mean, are we just going through the plot?
1: I mean, so, yeah, it's, like, it's in the mid-22nd century. Uh, yeah. we are, so, this is a movie that is a, at times, clumsy, uh, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, a... It's a story about imperialism, like basically American imperialism and deforestation and other things that America does uh, shitty to the Mil- world. The that, that's definitely the like, comparisons
0: to, to, yeah, to like Dances with Wolves and stuff. It feels like familiar in that way because it's the outsider coming into the tribe and trying their best to kind of communicate and live with it. But there's other stuff going for it that I think is really cool, which is
1: white savior stuff.
0: <laughs> White save, yeah. It's like, and he has to become a blue savior. Um, blue lights like, do matter in this movie. In in those other movies that people kind of compare it to, it is someone that is still an outsider, um, and and almost always physically. Whereas in this one, he's occupying an avatar body, and it's not like they're tricked by that. They know it's, like, a human in an avatar body, but... she,
1: she does. Zoe Saldana does immediately.
0: But but they call them Dreamwalker. They know that these are people that are, like, jumping into, like, an avatar body, which is weird as hell. Because, like, imagine in, like, if Dances with Wolves, like, you know, what's-his-face, you know, know, came up and, like, was somehow, like, I'm an Indian now. Like, that would be wild. Like, it wouldn't work. And (laughs) the fact that he's a paraplegic, so he's not just getting an avatar body that's crazy enough, but he can actually walk and run and jump again, which is another cool element that I actually, I like about it.
2: Mm -hmm. So like they're, they're not genetically identical because the, the avatars that they have are a mix between human and Navi. Mm -hmm. And so they have like slight differences in the way their, their face is shaped and like the number of fingers they have, for example, like the Navi, I think have three fingers on their, uh, like, Wait, is that true? Three and then a thumb. So, and then the, the, the humans have four and a thumb. I I think so. I'm pretty sure that, oh. uh, there are similar like differences there that it is noticeable that these guys are a hybrid rather than, um, like directly just inhabiting
0: a Navi body. Sure. Interesting. I don't know if I noticed that detail, but that would make sense because they are like expected to hold guns and do stuff like on a human facility. Um, but yeah we got uh the main character who's kind of like he's a jarhead he's a you know a, he was a former marine wounded in battle and they mentioned that not on a like uh veterans you know account or salary could he afford to have his spine fixed the 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 uh, surgery exists you are able he would be able to walk again but not in his present situation and his identical twin is killed uh you know like a just a random mugging but he's been training for the Avatar program, so he's now going to go to Pandora and kind of slot in, um, which, of course, pisses a lot of people off because his brother was a PhD and had all this training and was, like, you know, actively learning the Navi language and trying to kind of, like, make all this stuff happen. this is also, we're kind of touching base with all these people, like, years after first contact. We don't have any idea how that actually went down. Mm-hmm. So I do think that it is kind of an interesting way to throw you in to be like, I think... um, what is it, Norm Spellman, the kind of, like, the lanky nerd dude, is like, oh, yeah, I've been studying Navi for five years. And it's like, well, you've been studying Navi for five years and people have been teaching it for, like, ten years or long. Like, there's definitely been, like, a lot of history that we're just not aware of. Um, but he goes there and he meets, and we also meet uh, Colonel Korich, who's mm-hmm. the kind of the main antagonist, basically, for the movie. Um, Steven Lang's character. I love him. I know he's, <laughs> he's kind of very surface level, like Marine colonel guy, but I don't know. I just really like the performance he's doing. Steven
1: Lang's a great actor. I did not, uh, particularly enjoy the character. Wow. I I, I, I mean, are
2: you, are you saying that as in, uh, the way that you're not supposed to enjoy the character or you, you thought that it was, uh,
1: I thought it was a, like in certain ways this was like a cartoon villain like he was so heavy-handed and evil that it like just kind of was like okay like i i just there was some parts of it that like i just didn't buy his motivation because he was so like (laughs) he's there to
0: blow up like people that get in the way and and all of the stuff of all of Dr. Augustine's ideas about like meeting the Navi and giving them education and trying to convince them to leave. Like he doesn't, he's not actually on board with any of it. He wants an excuse to get in those vehicles and shoot. And he is hindered by the bureaucracy of the company and the scientific programs going on. So I know it's sort of basic, but I also, am like, I guess it's also trying to say that like, here we are with this allegory that seems like we've. This is played out on Earth. We've treated native peoples this way. On there, mm-hmm. now we're a spacefaring race, and we still have these kinds of people. We haven't evolved beyond that. He's just that. That's what he wants to do. He does. He a peaceful solution isn't uh, fun to him because he doesn't get to do anything. He has no power in that situation. So I agree that he's a little. Um, he's not very multifaceted but i I still like what he's bringing to the role
2: yeah I, I I've heard that critique before and it surprises me honestly because i i I think it the movie is heavy-handed and I think they've picked a character that is that one-dimensional character but I don't find that to be unbelievable I believe there are people that are that one-dimensional and act would act exactly like him.
1: Sure. I, I, I think there's, I'm not disputing that. Like, I think his performance is good. I think Steve Lang's a great actor. <clears throat> it did not ring. I, I understand that there are people like that. I just didn't like, I wasn't buying the motivation other than, uh, as you said, just to blow stuff up, which like is, I I mean, you're right. There are people like that. It just didn't ring, true to me other than we have to really make sure to hammer home he's evil he's evil he's evil he's evil
2: to me it was kind of like accomplish a mission kind of the same way that uh they they set up pretty well they did a better job in andor let's say that for sure but uh in the same way that they have a goal that they're trying to accomplish and it doesn't see really matter what the goal- with his mother. I think was is what i getting at. <laughs> That's what was missing. If we had seen him being pushed by his mother being negged, uh
0: that, that would have been. In the me. new one, I hope they're eating the Pandora flakes, the frosted flakes <laughs> tie-in <laughs> cereal. Uh um I, Oh go sorry, go ahead.
2: I thought it was interesting. Sam Worthington, every time he went above a whisper. He turned Australian. Otherwise, he was American military. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as he went above a, a, a gravelly whisper, he became
0: Australian again. Yeah, it's the artificial oxygen on Pandora <laughs> as an effect. Um, I think people give that actor crap, but I think he's doing a good job of being because he's not like a, a PhD. He's just like a normal dude. But I don't know. Rewatching it, and like when he gets up and kind of too quickly leaves the facility and goes running like it's exciting like i was like i was like this is fun to experience and like it's you you experience multiple times in it where he keeps coming back from these long stretches in the navi body and he's just like damn here i am again like not only just human but like can't even move the way i used to and want to still and it's uh, I don't know. I think he's doing a good job, and especially for someone who I feel like was a sort of a Hollywood it guy for a hot like, or people were kind of building him up to be like, he's gonna be in a lot of shit, and it's kind of been quiet on the Western front, so uh,
2: yeah, I I thought he did a good job. I, I like, I thought everyone did a pretty decent job of what they were supposed to do, and and I, I'll give it that the movie is ham fisted and it's got uh, like a, a message to put out there, and it's not um doing anything to make it ambiguous or anything like that.
1: I I compliment the movie on that. I actually think that's a very, like, I think that's an admirable thing to do, which is like to, I think for a lot of the audience who's going to watch this movie, you kind of have to be very explicit and very heavy handed in your delivery of that message, because it's one of those things that can very easily be like, Oh, but they're just the bad ones. Like, like not everybody's like that. The sort of thing that, Mm -hmm. People will excuse, uh, you know, American imperialism or the mil- military, you know, industrial complex where it's just like, yeah, there's a few bad apples, but they can't all be bad. And it's like, I mean, they're all but, taking part in a bad uh, industry, you know. But
2: I, th- I think even painting them out to be those those villains and making the side so clear uh, when you when it's a sci fi world. that's going to be dilution enough that that people aren't going to connect it back to the american military right Right. it's like oh yeah these are these are space guys and uh they're trying to get this rock that's totally different than our military trying to get oil that's like not even the same and these aren't we're not going up against blue people we're going up against brown Brown people people. (laughs) And, and that's you know like the okay, in that time, but yeah. like I don't know. I I just I think because it's sci-fi that the people who who would wouldn't get it if it were a little bit less ham-fisted still aren't going to get it because it's aliens.
1: Yeah. Now I would like to say also that Unobtainium is a stupid name.
0: <laughs> it is. Uh, it Do is. Corporations I, think name I think it's the name of an actual well. material, and it was just sort of like it. It feels like a name that, and maybe that was the idea was like. It's sort of like a placeholder name for this amazing uh, mineral that is, you know, especially helpful for people on Earth because it sounds like the natural resources have been kind of destroyed or used up yeah. mostly. It does feel this, like uh... it
1: does feel like an early draft. Like, we'll come up with a name later. It's yes. like that uh, that Simpsons pitch meeting where it's like, we're coming up with a new holiday, something like Love Day, but uh, less generic. And then it's just called Love Day. Yeah. <laughs> Which
0: is like funny because I mean, it doesn't ultimately make that big a difference. It really could have been called anything else. It's like it's the mineral that you guys are mining and you're there to get it and it's under the tree and that's why you want it. And it's just a silly name. So I do feel like people gravity towards it. I don't disagree that it's a silly name, Uh, but it it, but it is also kind of like, yeah, like I said, it feels like a corporation would have been like uh, unobtainium because right now it's hard to get fucking get this shit. And then there you go. Maybe they maybe they have a cool slang name for it on Earth. Who knows? Um, I was Maybe also, that is the slang name, onobtanium.
1: I was uh, I was happy to see Sigourney Weaver not be the head of the industry, which is like, seems like kind of the sort of role she's been in in the last like decade or so. Is like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. head of something. Like having her be like the scientist and the person who tried to teach the Navi English at a certain point. Like it sounded like she had like a school that she mm-hmm. was helping them learn English English for. Like having her be kind of like in the mix. I was, I was happy to see her be that kind of character versus like, now let me introduce the CEO of, of, you know, Navi takeover headquarters.
0: I like Rabisi better. And I also think like, he's also like the guy in charge on the planet, but he's not that he's like still like beholden to the company. So I feel like he's the perfect kind of like middle management, sort of like I'm in charge of the, of the mining here on this planet, but he's not like the big boss. He's
1: a fucking worm. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I, I do have a minor thing of like Sigourney's avatar doesn't have a really a flat nose. It almost has like a human nose. And I just wish it looked more like all the other ones we see because I feel like it looks too much like blue Sigourney Weaver instead of like an avatar body that looks kind of like her.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And if you look at the, if you look at the rest of them, it's, it's just like an odd choice, but it's whatever.
2: That she she had a strong genetic uh, nose. Yeah, it broke
0: through the yeah. coating. They're like, it was something we can't handle it. The nose, it's coming through. <laughs> I thought um, it was
2: interesting. So when he gets selected to basically be, uh, like to live along, among the Na'vi, where all the scientists, there are like 20 scientists out there who have Na'vi uh, human hybrid bodies. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of them have kind of been trying to communicate and live with the navi and the navi rejected them and and uh he comes in and says i'm a warrior from the uh jarhead, the tribe. jarhead clan yeah yeah and um and then they let him in they're like yeah okay th- this guy's cool he's not like the scientists because they uh like their head is too full they uh don't have any room for anything new essentially Mm -hmm. and then there's like well my head is completely empty pick me or whatever i was like this is this is dumb (laughs) there is no i don't know because they also value
0: like warriors though like even the one guy who's got a problem with him like is kind of the big he's kind of clearly like gunning for being in charge at one point if
2: they said that if they said the scientists were a bunch of weak ass uh people and they couldn't even like kill a frog then yeah, that would make sense. But they said like they wouldn't learn anything from us. Like I, I can see that you've got Sigourney Weaver's character is pretty uh, hard-headed uh, and pretty forceful. The other character is, uh, like the other scientist character that they introduce is a little bit of a um, Norm. I don't know how to do, yeah Norm. He's he's a bit of a normie. And he, uh, (laughs) I don't know. He just seems like he's a little, he could be stuck in his ways. But when you have 20 scientists out there, you would expect there'd be someone who's a little bit close to Jane Goodall or something like that. Some, someone that has some compassion. That does seem
0: to be the Sigourney character, but I think it's just that we haven't seen beforehand. Like they say they shut down the school because like, just, it just deteriorated. Like, and I think Sigourney even says like, it's less that the scientists weren't trying to learn things from the Navi too, and it's more that there'd been, you know, uh conflicts between the tribesmen and the people excavating, which had caused death and friction, and then it's basically like just all fell apart completely. So I do think what you're saying is true about like them being like, Why yeah, like why wouldn't like surely someone was actually trying to learn and communicate with them, but I think it just like it got so bad. But that shouldn't it didn't they be
1: have, shouldn't they have been then more distrustful of warriors than like the science people It you, seemed like the other way around where it's well like, the other element worry. in that
0: though is that Intiri was going to kill him when she saw him he had an arrow pulled and then a the little like squiddy thing lands on it and that's sort of like a sign from their god like those things appear yeah but that's or, like foretell things so okay
2: so then the problem is with the squiddy things what the fuck did the squiddy thing see in this guy
0: it was just an accident. It was like, oops, I didn't mean to land there.
2: <laughs> They're just like, We've been so tired of floating around this. We need to <laughs> spot to My land. Are,
0: yeah. But I also I feel like that's also kind of a a little bit of like a uh dances with wolves kind of thing where there's like some sign or something like they call him dances with wolves because like he is like trying to feed and communicate with the wolf when they see him. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just a thing like that, that there's not not necessarily at that point prophetic, but like there is some sign or something that's telling them like maybe this is worth looking into because it is interesting. Like the tribal leaders are like, let's, you know, give him a shot, Neytiri. Like teach him, teach him to walk with us. Let's see if this is like worth investing in. And she's like mad at the time, but I guess that's all it took is they're like, you know, a sign from above. Maybe this does mean something. Maybe.
2: And then he does learn the language very quickly. He only has three months there, well,
1: he's got and, nothing uh, else going around his head. It's plenty of room for a new language. Yeah.
0: Just knows how to shoot and reload. That's it. Here's, here's <laughs> the
1: other thing I was curious about in this movie. This is in the 22nd century. We've developed technology to travel to Alpha Centauri. We've developed technology to breathe on Alpha Centauri. We have mechs. We have the ability to transfer your bot, your consciousness into another body. We don't have universal translators <laughs> like we have there are people who have deciphered the language, but they don't have the technology to then let you speak the language.
0: I would just chalk that up to like, that's just not the way our technology like went at the time, because at the time, like we didn't have things on our cell phones at that time that could like perfectly translate either. What? So to me, it just it's like an extra roadblock to be like, no, you have to go and meet them and get to know them and speak their language as opposed to like anyone being able to walk up and talk to them.
1: But, what, but why, you're, like, not,
0: you're not wrong, I guess. You know what? Fuck this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cancel the sequels. It, they're all bullshit. Yeah.
0: Hey, Cameron, shut it down.
1: <laughs> Nobody's ever pointed out the translator thing to me before.
0: I hope in the new movie when the, the humans come back and land, they're like, and just, so you know, we've all learned your language. Oh, and they don't have no. to use translators or anything. I, maybe they'll do uh, the
2: 1899 thing and just dub it all in English.
1: Perfect. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Thank you. Um, We do have the scene that's also kind of, you know, it happens in movies, you know, similar, you know, movies like this, where uh, Jake admits that he was a spy, basically Mm kind of tries to come clean and be like, listen, I, you know, I was sent here and I was told to kind of keep an eye on you guys, but I actually kind of fell in love with the tribe and you need blah, 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 but they tie them up. And then that's when the attack on, and here's another dumb name, Andrew, Home tree.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's a tree that they use as a home.
1: <laughs> yeah the uh, the giant the giant uh, ship sized bulldozers was also not like a a favorite thing of mine. Like it just des- from a design standpoint. Also the fact that like they also had in the twenty second century they still have the boop boop <laughs> boop backup noise and when uh, Sully's like little avatar chamber gets broken into there's a car alarm.
0: Yeah. You know what I did notice on the rewatch is they use some sounds from a certain other film and not just like a little bit of the sound, like mixed with other stuff, like the sound one is, uh, one of the creatures does the T-Rex roar. <laughs> like, I think, I think it's the leopard thing that attacks them when they first land yeah. in the jungle. And it just does a full and like, and I was like, okay, that you could have done it with like mixed in, and then the horses that they ride, which they call horses too. Like I had to rewind it because they hear he's like, these aren't like when she's showing them the banshees that fly. Mm-hmm. She's like, these aren't like horses. And I was like, horses? What are you talking <laughs> they're, about? They're, <laughs> they're called
2: their 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 name is dire horses.
0: Oh okay. She's like, we, and weirdly, we called them dire horses before we even met humans. It's weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but they they sound like raptors. They do the call. They do like the raptor call and they're riding them around. It's really, it's really weird. But Spielberg
1: and is watching the movie. Just like this motherfucker,
0: this like- mother. I'll bet if you looked it up, he would be like, Oh, it was a, a tribute to Spielberg. But to me, it's like, come out that pocket.
2: I, I also come noticed out? those, those flying creatures were called banshees and they had, uh, the, the ships were called scorpions. And I was like, I'm just waiting for a pelican <laughs> and uh, a ghost. And uh, tie it in with Halo, the
1: Halo series, all
2: the ship of course, names, yeah. yeah, the the TV series. The exactly. TV series That's yeah, what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, was there another Halo? Oh, you think of Beyonce? Not in my
1: heart.
2: Okay. Uh, oh God, what else was I going to mention? Oh, so like the the weird hair connection thing that they removed from the sex scene, or I guess didn't add in. It wasn't the extended version. Uh, weirded me out in the theater because like when uh jake sully and Natiri hook up they connect braids and then start making love and then later they go up to like or i don't know if it's before or after but they go to um domesticate one of the flying creatures where they go and and they choose each other the mm-hmm. uh the flying creature Banshees comes... you
0: you connect with of her life you only have one banshee one that
2: banshee that's with. that for sure the, there's no way you're gonna have two um, but so they That'd be they crazy. come and they come and attack you and uh, and then you force them to the ground shove them their face into the dirt and then you grab their little proboscis whatever it's called their little uh, ponytail shove your ponytail into it and then uh, become best friends for life It's and, like Pokemon. It it just tying it to the sex in the other scene really made it feel like uh, raping something into submission and it felt very wrong. Uh, I did not it, like it.
0: I, I I feel like if they had included they say enough about it in the first time when like she connects he connects with like the horse that it's like you're controlling it now with your mind like you have a mind meld connection. You tell the horse to go forward. You don't even have to say it like you kind of have this thing.
2: But he says it every time also. By the way, after she says, you no, don't have to say I think it.
0: he just does it at first. And I think later he's like, you know, flying and not doing, you know, not saying anything, whatever. But it is weird to me. And I kind of then understand them taking that, the connection out of the sex scene because to me, then it's like, that makes sense that you would connect them because it seems like they connect with everything. But it has the opposite effect of like, it's not just that I understand that he's having a stronger connection when he's making love to Nateri because of the tail thing. It's more that I'm like, well, what is it's weird that you're also doing it with the animal. It feels like you could connect or like, just mm-hmm. tell it what to do without connecting. It's, it's odd that it's both things, I guess. There's it's the also of the avatar. Yeah.
2: The, there's also. the. It's weird that they have two of them. That, that weirds me out too. all the animals have two of them. Like they're going to connect to two people at once or whatever. And they also aren't connect. Well, I guess we haven't seen them uh, grazing or anything like that, but the animals aren't connecting to the trees in the forest. Like, uh the uh navi do sometimes put their uh ponytails into the ground. Um so we don't see them also doing that same connection with other things. It's also weird that the connection doesn't go both ways. It's not like you connect to the horse and then the horse says, Hey, get off my back and then you get off the back automatically. Oh, okay, That's okay, sir. Sorry, like, yeah, sorry you, about you, that. <laughs> you have complete control over them as soon as you plug your ponytail in. Also it's I a just that up to, like, ponytail. Zero,
0: have a bigger brain or whatever, so but Perhaps. you're right. It does then make like an imbalance of like yeah yeah.
2: But but you also know, Avatar, you're
0: canceled. <laughs>
2: it's even even when you take that scene the uh, the love making scene out, you still have Sigourney Weaver saying when he's when he first gets into the body and he's looking at the little tendrils in his hair. She says, "Don't play with that. You're going to go blind." Yeah. So there are two times in the the first time I watched it where they connect uh, those ponytails to sex. And and then have them connecting to all the animals, <laughs> and yeah, it's uh, it's a little odd, especially the domination scene. Is but you know what?
0: Maybe that wasn't a reference to the old the old idea that if you masturbated you would go blind. Maybe that was like literally with Navi biology. If you do play with that too much, you'll go blind. I'm sure, that's and, and had the had nothing to do. With, it had thinking. nothing to do with the Earth meaning of it. Is what <laughs> I think, but you know, your heads in the gutter. So what can I say? <laughs> um. Well, and then it, it kind of all it all goes to shit. I think we already mentioned that Hometree Home Tree gets attacked after they're taken captive. He they, After they admit that they're spies, Hometree is attacked and they basically are freed in the shuffle, but um, Dr. Grace Augustine is mortally wounded. And that's a big bye-bye to Sigourney. They try and put her into her avatar body, uh, body per, uh, permanently and they do a whole ceremony and it doesn't work.
2: I remembered her surviving this. Is this another uh, uh, thing that they changed for for Disney Plus? The, really, the they extended version she survived Weaver. it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she just goes like, "My planet needs me."
1: <laughs> Bob Iger yeah, takes yeah. over, and his first thing he does is change it's Avatar to have kill Mr. Yeah. Gordy Weaver. I, it,
2: I mean, the alternative is is completely unbelievable to me that a movie that I saw over ten years ago, I was remember that a well. small part about it. Yeah. <laughs> No She is going to be in the
1: sequel. So, you know.
2: Is it a sequel or is it a prequel? Is it going to well, be a flashback? Uh, oh, my gosh. Who, this is why we got it. We all have to go out and see Avatar. I mean, we're theaters, going to. In 3D. In Let's 4D. hear
0: it here first. At some point, we will cover it on the show. Will it be oh. in January or in June? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. But that does set that does set up an important precedent that there is the possibility that you can bring put your energy back into the into the planet and come back in some form with the Um, also
1: weirdly named or uh, maybe poorly named Tree of Souls
0: Tree of Souls. Yes.
1: So
2: so this is their whole like their whole their home has been burned down. Half of their people decimated. That's bigger than a decimation. What is that? That's like a genocide, basically. Genocide. Yeah, yeah. So, so a ton of them are wiped out. Sigourney Weaver comes in with a fatal wound to her. Oh, to her body. That's right. And and they're like, "Don't worry, we got you." Like, we don't have anything more important. All of us are gonna stop what we're doing. We're gonna (laughs) plug into the ground, and we're gonna make sure that Sigourney Weaver right now is okay. That felt like even worse than some of the other white savior stuff that was going Mm. on and that like how fucking important was she that they they had just been so destroyed and they all just got together yeah like let's fix her instead of anyone else i know that it's not an option that other people can get fixed in that same way yeah most other people didn't have two bodies one of them okay and one of them not okay to to just like swap between but it's weird also weird that they knew exactly what to do, despite the fact that this could never have come up previously in the past, <laughs> not a single time. But they're like, I know, put the, put this genetic clone on the ground here and then put the human body next to it and the tree will figure it out.
1: Trust the me. The tree will figure it out, yeah.
2: We, we've done it zero times before. But
1: and then Han Solo's me. like,
0: that's not how the tree works. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, it, that seemed that whole scene seemed weird i know they're just setting up so they can have Jake Sully. i'm trying to remember if they say anything Navi.
0: like ahead of time to sort of in impart the idea that like that is something that you could i don't remember what the conversation is exactly about like why they're able to do that and not for themselves but for her, her and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. but um I, I mean
2: because i think but, they don't have cloned bodies they don't yeah. have like but would still you know like be hilarious in the next movie if they had the other direction, half human, half Navi, but like little tiny Navi avatars that they could then inhabit to like live with the humans in the mm-hmm. in the human colony. That would be cool. That's what I want to see: <laughs> humans with slightly like, uh, you know, some some blue tint and like a, a bigger nose. Smurfs. Stuff. You want yeah, Smurfs. Yeah, Smurfs? I want. I want to watch the Smurfs movie.
0: Oh, okay. You know, instead of Avatar Two, let's just watch the Smurfs. <laughs> I'm in it. Um, no, I am excited. I mean, I won't. I don't want to say too much about Avatar 2 if you don't realize certain things or you haven't watched you the trailers enough to know. Things. But the it is interesting the, the way that they're bringing certain characters back. And there's a lot of stuff up in the air for me as far as like... Uh, Sigourney is one where it's like she's back in some way and Korich is another one where they're back in some way. What did you guys think of Korich's final fight?
1: I thought... Uh
0: um, you know the course, the uh, uh, iconic uh, Colonel. Who's, oh, with uh, the badass with the with a scar, yeah. Okay, gotcha.
1: Uh, I thought the mech having a knife was stupid. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. Stupid. Oh, what? You like you like big mech guns, but
0: you don't like big mech knives?
1: I just thought it having like a knife that it pulled out, like it unsheathed a little knife. I mean,
0: I will say that like if you have a mech like that and you're tromping through the jungle, it would make sense to have like a machete or something to like literally cut your way through. But wouldn't it just be he like had a, he a had that saw on his hand, yeah. or, like on his arm. Yeah, but like a knife? Come <laughs> <just was>, like, <laughs> That's cool.
1: And like it was it was also like it seemed Was that only
0: on his mech? <laughs> If he like put
2: what if he like pulled out a lighter and then like lit the like a flamethrower but he And then took out a
0: big can, can of like hairspray. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was also like it seemed uh circumstantial when the arms did mimic his arms too. Like there were certain times where it matched it one for one and then there's other times where it's like he's got like Sully in his in his like his physical arms. And the arms of the mech are just like, I don't know, doing something behind, like nothing related to what he's doing. And it's just like, so this just kind of is a circumstantial, like it, it works within the plot when it wants to. And it doesn't, when it doesn't serve the plot.
2: And hmm. Until you have to have like the human in a position where the arms would then be crushing. Right. Whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So I, other than that, I, I mean. I laughed like it gave me (coughs) joy to see a mech with a knife. Like that I, I, it was a visual I never thought I'd see and it was not something I was expecting. So it gave me some, some genuine joy to see that.
2: They earlier on in the movie, they have the mechs drop out of a helicopter and they come down uh, on, on ropes and they really make it look when they're first jumping out there, like they're grabbing onto the ropes and sliding down the same way, like a, a human would to get to the bottom. But they are just like attached to the top. But I think they did a, a lot to like kind of uh, tie those those robots in, so they just look like they're humans. Like right. give, them, give them a knife, so they can have a knife. There fight.
1: should there should have been a scene where you just see one of the mechs like cranking off in a corner, just like one of the There should pilots have been. That's what I, didn't realize. I've been that saying he, that. Yeah,
2: over a decade now, I've been saying that.
1: Kung 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 kung, and like just the pilot didn't realize that he he was not alone in the in the hangar. cameron call me i've got some ideas for avatar 2
2: why do you think there are five movies he's he's already had that that idea two and
1: three are already filmed okay so avatar 4 cameron i want to see a mech cranking off and if it does happen i want credit
2: so are humans going to be involved in the next one yeah absolutely the the I think coming they're coming back.
0: back as, like, a full military force this time. Oh, okay. It was and, and I don't know mid- if cause... that's, like, we're going to kill all the Navy and then continue getting out of a or if it's, like, a, a a little contingent that's, like, we want revenge, or what the, the idea is. And the weirdest thing is that I don't think they've... If they've shown him in the trailer, I don't think he has spoken, but I think Quaritch is back. Hmm. I don't know how, because he was killed. <laughs> very, but...
1: like, very just dis- like not even like oh he fell off a cliff or something like he got two he disappeared
0: arrows. into a waterfall or something right. it's he like... got
1: two arrows to the chest and went like Ugh.
0: and also can't breathe the atmosphere
1: right dude's so dead so soon
0: and... seems super dead but seems like pandora has a couple tricks up her oh, sleeve boy.
2: i mean they're they're cloning they're cloning these guys so uh i know it's expensive but maybe he's worth it yeah maybe he's maybelline does he still have the scars on his head
1: hopefully
0: i hope so he likes them
1: Fingers crossed.
2: Yeah, he, what if he, uh, he gave him to gave himself new scars? Or, uh, the clone was just like saw, he saw a picture. He was like, "That's I'm going to do that too." <laughs> um,
1: so the movie ends with Jake getting put into his avatar body, and when his eyes open, it's like the it's like the beginning of Lost. Mm-hmm. His eyes, his open. eyes,
0: his eyes flash open, and then we get the title "Avatar" in that traditional green font. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, why is it? Shouldn't it be blue? Like, and I was like, nope, oh, green avatar. Okay.
1: Yeah, and there was no special secret ending. There was not another scene. I was very glad because this movie's two hours and forty minutes. It was yeah. a. It's they're a like, long, and they're like,
0: hey, we never, we didn't cut anything, including you know, uh, braid sex. So don't worry, you know, you're have to come back oh, and watch this in actually, theaters again.
1: You have to wait till the very end on Disney Plus to see that, but <laughs> it is a full extended, just. One the mech cranking off, and then two the braids fucking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, any final thoughts on Avatar before we head out?
0: I mean, we we've joked around a lot, but I I do enjoy the uh, the movie a lot. I have high hopes for this new one. Already got my tickets for three D, and um, I I think you already said it best, Max. I just I don't want to bet against Cameron, so I, I'm hopeful.
1: Max.
2: I. While I say don't bet against Cameron, I also don't mm-hmm. like
0: <laughs> <laughs> it. Sounds like you're about to bet against him.
2: I'm not betting against him, no. The, my bet in terms of money, in terms of financial success, is that it's going to be hugely successful. But I'm also not the biggest James Cameron fan. Like, I don't give a shit about Titanic. Avatar, I think, is okay. I, I, I thought it was weird how much hate it got. I also think yeah. it's equally weird how much love it got, yes. considering, like, yeah. I, I heard stories about people who had killed themselves because they couldn't uh, live Pandora, in Pandora was so beautiful, and they couldn't. I don't
0: know if that. Right I yet. hope that's not true. And, I hope and, it's not true. Too. And rest in peace if it, anyone did. But I do know there was like actual. There were people that were claiming to be depressed because of Pandora blues, not Pandora not being real and being so immersed that they and and upset that they couldn't go there. So. And
2: I I find that hard to believe. With first of all, it doesn't seem like that great of a place to go. What are you talking it's about? Like...
0: Poisonous? You can't breathe? Everything wants to kill you?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it just seems like if you like the tropics, go to the tropics on yeah, you Earth. You could
0: go to like Hawaii and find some <laughs> spots in the woods that look pretty You'll much like Pandora, and yeah. were a lot less dangerous.
2: Yeah, it, they. I mean the the.
0: I mean, you wouldn't have, have no hallelujah mountains, but yeah, but what? Yeah, it
2: just throw a rock in the, the air. Dragons. Same thing. It's yeah. I'm just saying, there are a lot of a lot of the things that you could love about Pandora were taken from Earth. Like that's where the the ideas of them came from. So just go, go take a hike, go touch grass, go visit uh, Hawaii. You'll you'll love it. But anyways, I, I like Avatar. I'm cur- more curious than excited to see what the next sequel will be. Um, I think it would have to be pretty terrible for me to not continue on to the third one like it would Mm -hmm. it would have to be it would have to go the transformers route and i would just have to like (laughs) just be so disgusted that i'll never touch one of these movies ever again yeah like and it could even pull like a fast and the furious where i watch the first one i'm like okay i'm just not into it and then uh come back around five and say like okay i'll watch the rest of these for the rest of my life you know (laughs) like we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah i'm curious to see what two does yeah
1: I think that's almost exactly how I feel, Max. I don't think it deserves the hate that it got. I also don't think it really deserves the love that it got. I think it's a fine science fiction movie. <clears throat> but, like, having seen it now, like, I I think, like, I will see the second one. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but, like, whereas, I mean, it wouldn't make sense to see it if I hadn't seen the movie. But, you know, like, I'm, I'm moderately excited to see the second one. Like, I want to kind of see where it goes, because to me, like, it didn't really feel like this, I need to see more of this at the end of it. But I, as much as I'm kind of like lukewarm on the idea of the sequel doing super well, um, Cameron does make hits. So like, you know, whatever he makes, like it's, it'll be interesting regardless. If it's like a shit show, that's interesting. If it's really good, that's interesting. If it's boring, then maybe that's not that interesting, but I just don't
0: believe it will be that. But yeah. um... Um, Yeah, I I guess we'll see.
1: Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye-bye.